This is the Book of Mormon for you. A daily dose of scripture and thoughts by us kids to help us develop a love for the Book of Mormon to last a lifetime. Hey, 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 hey! With everything that's going on and all of the uncertainty and the earthquake today in Utah, I was thinking about the podcast and I have a few interviews that I've already recorded, but I just thought, what does the world need? And it came to me, the world needs Colby. Hi. I just felt like you're so positive and you're so excited about life. Like that is what we need right now. All right. Well, everyone's pretty scared right now. And I mean, people got scared a lot in the scriptures too. There's a lot in chapter seven, which is just before uh, like everything was destroyed. Yeah, third Nephi chapter seven. Okay. Right there. Um, everyone's just like turns to wickedness pretty much and division. It's just a bunch of different tribes. And they're not really with the other people, but they're not against everybody. They're just coexisting. Is that kind of like today? Yeah, I feel like that's really like today. A lot of people, like just different groups of people here and different groups of people there. And they don't get along, but they don't really fight. They just coexist. Yeah. And they turned away from the Lord and the prophets. So they, I, no one really stones the prophets today, but they do ignore them like... I guess what would be kind of stoning them then could be like today, ignoring them, not listening to their teachings, not listening to what they have to say. Maybe putting all and, that mean stuff on the internet. Um, yeah. Okay. And then in verses 15 through 17, it gets so bad that the prophet Nephi, he's all like, he's getting scared about this and he thinks he has to come in, which he does. He's an eyewitness of it all. And then he saw them go from righteousness to wickedness, like so fast. He's like, geez Louise, guys, that's not good. And then in 16 and 17, he just testified really hard, repentance, remissions of sin and faith in Jesus Christ. Which, I mean, you can see that today in President Nelson. He's been testifying boldly of home teachings, which has really prepared us because there's a lot of people, like, everywhere now. You have to stay at home a lot, but now, like, you can't go to church anymore. But he's prepared us so that we can teach our families at home ourselves. We have a real prophet that's seen all this, that knows what's coming and is taking care of us. Yeah, it's really cool. Skip to verse 21. So there wasn't many people who were converted, but the ones who did were completely and truly converted. And they testified of their belief. And they told everybody. And then in verse 22, right after that, it was just a few more people who were healed. And then they received miracles. And they're like, oh my gosh, guys, this guy, like it's amazing. We really need to repent because it's, this is so cool. Jesus Christ knows us and he loves us. And then they perform miracles themselves. So not only is Nephi performing miracles, but the people that he's teaching are performing miracles. And that's super cool. Okay, so if that's like our day, then we and people who are doing their best and we're listening to our prophet. So what does that mean for us? I think it's like really preparing us. And like when they listen to their prophets, like in chapter eight, verse, three which is another time when people were really scared they began looking for the darkness and the and then right after that the storm started the tempest the thunder lightning fire and whirlwinds and earthquakes came and it was awful everyone was hurt by it the righteous and the wicked but those who had listened to the prophets 
we're able to power through. And in chapter 10, verses 12 and 13, it talks about that. And it was the more righteous part of the people who were saved. And it was they who received the prophets and stoned them not. So because they had listened to their prophet, they repented and they preached unto their people boldly and mightily, they were saved and they made it through those days of darkness and tempests and whirlwinds. And they got to see Christ come to the Americas. They got to see the Son of God. That's so amazing. Awesome. So what do we need to do now? Because some of those things feel like the same things that are happening today. Well, definitely it's very similar today and what people can really do. And what we found out that was the best was to believe in Christ, to hold on to your faith and, and service. Like one thing that we found reoccurring in there was service, to serve others. Like preaching unto the people, that was like service for them is to bring them back and to try to bring people back into repentance and serve others. Let me ask you this. So in that day, they followed the prophets, they were righteous, they did service, and they got to perform miracles. So do you think that if you were to do all of those things that you could perform miracles? I think it just depends on how you look at it. Because if I were to do everything the prophet said, and then like one of my friends were to come to the church, that would be miracle enough for me. Right. That is a miracle. And those things are going to start happening, especially if we look for opportunities to serve the people around us. This is a perfect time for us to serve. We've got time. We're not doing anything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. One of the analogies that me and my friend came up with, though, is that you've got to keep your testimony up. One was you're like building a brick wall to protect yourself, but it's constantly being broken down. So daily scripture study and prayer to pray before and after study every day, Mm -hmm. which is something I know I have to work on because I'm not the best at studying. I can read every day and morning, but I'm not, I don't do it very well. So you got to keep working on it and building it and building it and keep working on it so it maintains and gets bigger or else it'll fall down if you stop at any moment in time. Yep. It's true. So are you scared? Uh, Yes and no. I mean, I'm scared about certain things like how I'm going to get proper education from here on out because school has been pretty much canceled for the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. But not about the disease. It's contagious, but I have faith that it'll go away. Yeah, I really like the thought that faith and fear can't exist in the same space. It's like a spectrum, and the closer you were to faith, the further you are from fear. So you got to, like, stay close to faith. Yeah. Yeah. More so in the Lord's hands. We don't have to worry. Yeah, the more faith you have, the less fear you have. Absolutely, and it's like your brick wall is taller. Yeah. And not as much can get in. Well, I appreciate you talking to me so much. I know that the world needs some Colby right now. Yeah. What if I were to call you Colb? See, Colby and Shelby are kind of the same. Yeah. Right? My mom told me about that just before we started this podcast. <laughs> told you what? Uh, how she, like, joked about naming me after you because Shelby and Colby are similar. <laughs> yeah, see? So I'm like your godmother. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, I appreciate it, and I'm probably going to call you again because everybody loves to hear from you, and you're so wise. How old are you again? I am 15. 15 and brilliant. Just a bright, brilliant light, and we need that. I loved your podcast with Melanie so much. I like being in a podcast. It's fun. Well, good, because you're going to get lots of chances. 
Woohoo! Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. First and second book, 75, Jacob, Venus, Jeremiah, my words of Mormon, and Mosiah, singing this is so fun. Alma, Helaman, third, fourth, Nephi, Mormon, Ether, and Moroni, learn the teachings of the prophets in the Book of Mormon. Hey, 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 hey!